0: In the Lab, a Texans podcast that takes a different look at things. Drew Doherty and John Harris have their lab coats and goggles on and the Bunsen burners burning. Here's Drew. Time for a lightning round edition of In the Lab. Drew Doherty and John Harris. John, 0-3-1. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Gross. Yep. They have shown signs, but... You are what you are. You are what your record says you are. I think Bill Parcells said it. He probably got it from somebody else, but he popularized it, I Mm -hmm. believe. You move on to Jacksonville, and it doesn't look like the same old Jacksonville. It doesn't look like a get-well game that you've had against these guys, save for 2017, 2013, because every other time you've played them since, uh, let's see, the last game of the 2010 season. That's a long time ago. You've won every single game, but the 2-13 and and Mm -hmm. the 2-17. You've swept them every single year since. And I don't know that that's... It's it's not always been an easy game against these guys, but uh, it's going to be more of a test, I think, this year with this Texans team and this Jaguars
1: team. One of the questions I asked Nick Casario this week, because the Texans added Jalen Petrie and Derek Stingley through Mm the draft. First, second rounders, add them through the draft. Changed the secondary, for sure. Yeah. The defense all-round, I don't think it's gotten there just Yet. yet. But it's definitely changed the secondary. It's better. It's definitely better. This team as a whole is
0: better yeah, yeah, yeah. than last year, but right. your record's not reflecting that for sure. Well,
1: the Jaguars drafted Trayvon Walker, number one. Then they drafted Devin Lloyd in the first round. So they got those two guys to add to their defense, and it's made all the difference in the world. Now, they also added some other free agents. They had Ola Kuhn at linebacker. They had Fajikasi in the middle. They had Ray Robertson in 2021, I think it was. And he's always worried me. He's always worried me. And you put all those pieces together now, and you're like, wait a second. This front's pretty good. And Josh Allen is playing really well as a stand-up outside linebacker. Trayvon's playing really well as a stand-up outside linebacker. But the addition of Walker and and Lloyd has given that front seven an absolute boot in the backside.
0: Lloyd out of Utah, the mm-hmm. rookie. Yep. And there were a handful, not many, but there were a handful of People that I kind of respect, as far as draft prognosticate, you're one of them. Thank but you. others that are, you know, they're not Yahoos mm-hmm. that had him yep. mocked to the Texans, and yep. some people probably thought, oh, they're they're not gonna take a linebacker, but he's justifying that thought, that idea mm-hmm. that he would have fit in. And to be fair, this guy looks like he'd fit in in just about any defense yeah. at linebacker, he, and he would be a a plus plus guy for any team.
1: Coverage, run stuffs. Um, his ability to go find the football and take it away. I mean, he's he to me is what a Lovey Smith linebacker was. And and look, and I've said this about Nick Casario, and I mean you know you know this and, and Lovey Smith and building this team. You could not fix everything in one year. I mean, it would have been it'd been awesome if you'd had Kenyon Green last year that had picked number fifteen when you moved around when you had pick thirteen, you could have gotten Devin Lloyd. But you don't you don't have thirty picks. You right. know, you don't have all those picks. Right. So the Jaguars did have some of those picks, some of the moves that they were able to make over the last few years, and it paid off getting a guy like Devin Lloyd. And when I saw them draft Lloyd, I thought, oh. I mean, I just <laughs> its like, man. I knew of anything with Lloyd and Walker. The athleticism was going to go up, up, up for sure. Right. And it's really been that and then some. I mean, they have been so good against the ground. And the Eagles got them a little bit, but the Eagles' offense is... I mean, they, they can do so many different things with that Eagles offense. So it's imperative. This offensive this offensive front's going to get hit in the face. There are going to be some one-on-one battles. They're not going to win. This is going to have to be, if the Texans are going to want to run the football and run it effectively, there's going to have to be some big boy blocking up front against this front. It is a really, really good front. Now, Fatou is a little banged up, and he's a big, literally and figuratively, he's a big key for that front for what they're able to do. I, if it's one guy out of there, they still have got depth. Devon Hamilton has b- become a really solid player. That front really concerns me. If you contain that front, if you get some movement in the run game and you're not allowing them to become Saxonville and you're giving Davis some protection, I do think you can throw it. Mm-hmm. I do think you can throw it on him, but you got to be able to get the ball off. And the way Josh Allen and Walker rush, boy, that's going to be tough. It's going to be really, really tough. This is going to be a tough chore against a really athletic the front seven is really different from what it was last year.
0: 14 carries, 120, 30 yards for Damian Pierce. He has the 75 yarder. So naturally, some there's some idea out there. Like, oh, you take away the 75 yarder, you only got 4.3 yards carry. Well, you know what you got last year as a team? You got 3.4 yards carry. <laughs> so he was still doing his job. Right. You'll take 4.3 per. That's still a decent job for a running back. But he did get the 75 yarder. So yeah. that's that's important to remember. He's a home run hitter. I didn't know for sure whether he was a home run hitter, and I thought when he hit the hole, I guess I've been conditioned around here (laughs) lately to think, oh, this is nice. It's a big game. They'll bring him down around the 18, 19-yard line. No, he closed it out. So now you have to worry about him being a home run hitter, in addition to knowing that he is a punisher. Right. In addition to, on top of that, knowing that he can spin move out of stuff, and he's shifty. So you really got a lot to worry and control concern yourself about if you're trying to tackle Damian Pierce and I think if the ball gets placed a little differently in the passing game you're not seeing a stat line of six catches eight yards you're seeing a stat it's line of about stat line six catches 45 right. 50 yards he's gonna he's gonna break some stuff and do some real positives in the in the in the pass game because he, we've seen him do it You know, he's had, like, one catch for eight yards. You'll take that. You'll take that sort of production. You want to
1: see the strangest comparison that I could make between a former Texan and Damian Pierce? We used to have Bill O'Brien in here. We'd talk about the running game. And the one thing he would always say is, well, you know, Deshaun's going to get 40 or 45. It's that 40 to 45 yards that Deshaun would always kind of pick up in the run game that if Damian Pierce could pick that up in the passing game, it's it's pretty similar, and it it helps you. Uh, from that perspective, six for eight is the weirdest number I've ever seen. W- I mean, just completely strange. Six receptions. I mean, does that over 17-game season? That's 102 catches. So is he going to have 102 catches for like 136 yards? No. I mean, <laughs> I don't think so. But it, the point being, he can't catch it. And I think that's one of the ways that you can get him out there. I I, I don't feel for safeties for other teams because they are on other teams. <laughs> but I kind of feel for him because now you don't really know you don't really know exactly how to approach him, because if you go over there with some weak sauce, like you know, I'm just going to wrap him up around the legs and that's it. He can step out of that, or he might just bury you with a with a straight arm. If you go over there thinking, well, I'm just going to hit him with everything I got, you might bounce off him, you know, like a super ball, and you're like bang, and then you're you're done. And so, in the
0: process, wind up on a was it Coach Thirty Go right on a Twitter yeah, video? You,
1: you're going to end up on a video, and you're going to look like a pinball, like bang bang, and you don't want that. So. The key is to get is to get him into space. And on that 75 yard run, there were great blocks by Nico, OJ. I mean, obviously offensive line, obviously. Troy Harrison hit Derwin James, just loved it. But then there was a safety that came over, and I can't remember if it was Adderley. I can't remember who it was. But he came over with maybe some of the weakest sauce ever. And Damien had room. And so Damien was like, What are you gonna do? And Damian was like, I'm just hitting it. And that guy was like, ah, and he kind of dove and forget it. He wasn't, he didn't even get close. So, safeties are really in a world of hurt, but you've got to get to that third level. You've got to be able to, against these guys, Jacksonville, you got to occupy the front, hope you can get a hat on Lloyd and Olakun, and that springs him, uh, that springs him up the field. So, they're going to have to come up with some wrinkles, and you, the thing about it, that play really was old-school toss mm-hmm. out of the eye. But the way they executed was just absolutely perfect.
0: Yeah, the Texans... Non offensive lineman nailed, na 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 nailed to steal from Apollo Creed. Yeah. their blocks, right? Hairston just
1: oh, he hammered, shook his guy.
0: OJ Howard,
1: I did a Telestrator on this, Drew. That we'll see later this week. It's oh, Nico meaning. Collins, and I'm gonna give you one other. I'm gonna give one other. Brandon Cooks, yes, thank you. Brandon Cooks is the far Shield. outside ex receiver on the far side of the field. You can see about 10 to 15 yards into his sprint downfield. He literally puts his head down, like you wouldn't try. He puts his head down and just starts booking yeah. to make sure that J.C. Jackson doesn't get there uh, to, you know, hit a shoe or knock him out at the two. Brandon shielded him just enough, and I mean, sprinted all the way down the field. That's the kind of thing that you you want to see from a captain.
0: Of the many coaches who would appreciate that block, Mike Leach, uh, the old <laughs> Texas Tech head coach, now at Mississippi yeah. State, would have. I uh, certainly appreciate that block because he was asked about his wide receivers blocking back uh, when I was there in yeah. late late aughts. And he said, yeah, blocking's important. Don't necessarily need to decleat a guy every single <laughs> time. It's more just about just being in between the tackler and the yeah. ball carrier. Just be a shield. That's more... More important than anything, you just don't want your guy to make the tackle. Right. And that's what Brandon Cooks did. Yeah. I think Mike Leach would like it. I know I liked it.
1: I loved it. It was great. And when I saw it back on Telestrator, I, I knew Brandon had run down there, but I didn't – while you're watching the play, and, of course, at our angle, I'm at the line of scrimmage, and that play is going away from me. So I couldn't really see it, but then when I went back and I watched it on film and I had the All-22, I'm like, man, look at Brandon. He's flying. And Nick Casario told us that was the fastest speed Brandon recorded on the day, mm. was that one. No other route, anything. it was that. Yeah, you know, I think the fastest that was... GPS was they that. They
0: put, at one point on the big board at the, at the stadium, uh, they put the, the top three speeds of the day, and I think Nico was one, probably on that catch. On the deep ball, yeah. And then Damien on his deep run, and and, and Cooks was right below Damien, and right. I'm guessing that's what that's from. Yeah, that's his, a, it, was was from, it
1: was from that play, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Nico, uh, man, what a block he had. Boy, that was good.
0: I'm talking to Nico, I'm playing Jingo with Nico this week. He's also the pregame... Uh, player interview for the nice. game show, so that'll be fun. That'll be good, and we will discuss speed amongst many other things. But here's a little tidbit, a little off the field, slow burn that you're not going to see any time in the next week, month, or two. But down the line, keep your eyes peeled for a pretty darn big change with the Texans franchise, because that's why we're ending this early. We've got to go to a meeting, and that's all I'm going to say.
1: Nice tease, bro. I like league. it. This has been in the lab.